Hello, everybody. My name is Nicole Kaplan, and I'm the host of this podcast, Life's a Mom. I hope you all are doing great. Me, on the other hand, not so great. I actually have COVID. Yeah, this is probably my fourth time getting COVID, you guys. I can't even believe it. I feel like now people are not as crazy about COVID as when it first came out. I feel like now if someone has COVID, they still get to go to work. I guess they just put on a mask. It's almost like a common cold, you know? Um, So anyways, I woke up this morning and I felt a little scratch in my throat and, you know, nasal drip. And I turned to my husband and I told him this and he's like, well, babe, just in case, like, why don't you take a COVID test? So, of course, I took the COVID test and it came out positive within seconds, you guys. It's so crazy. Um, But it's fine. I like I don't feel so sick. Uh, clearly, because I'm here talking to you guys and I'm still in an uplifting mood, I'm in a good mood. I'm doing, I feel the same. I just have a little bit of a scratchy, you know, my throat is a little scratchy and I have nasal drip. But other than that, I'm honestly feeling great. But just to be safe, my husband told me that he's going to take care of Owen. I'm going to be in the room. Um, and of course, this happens when my baby nurse is away. She's going to be gone till Wednesday, actually. Today is Saturday. Um, so yeah, everything is falling on my husband, uh, these few days, (laughs) these next few days, which is fine. Um, and to be honest, you guys, I know this sounds wonderful. Like I get to have my own time and yes, I get it, but I love my son. I love spending time with my son. Even when my baby nurse is here, I spend a lot of time with him and you know, she's a big help. So she's basically, I basically have a baby nurse because people ask me like, why do you need a baby nurse? You're a stay-at-home mom. And my answer is always because I could always use the extra help. And I'm sure any mom, it doesn't matter if you're a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, a mom that homeschools, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Anybody can always use the help. So I have her here and I'm home a lot, you know, whether I'm organizing my room, um, Play, I still come play with Owen. I still spend time with him. He is very attached to me as I am to him. So, you know, it, it's hard to leave sometimes, but he loves the baby nurse and her name is Sharon. She's amazing. We love her so, so, so much. Uh, she's actually coming with us um, when we travel to help us out. You know, we get her her own room and everything. So it, it's a big, big help. And it gives my husband and I a chance to still enjoy our vacations while we have our, our Owen. You know, he comes with us everywhere. And there are times where I even tell Sharon to, you know, do her thing. And I'll take Owen and with my husband and we'll kind of like walk around, travel. Um, we love our son. We love spending time with him, but it is also nice to have the extra help. So like if I want to go do my nails or if I want to go run to a yoga class or if I just want a second to myself, like I'm able to do that to shower for an hour if I wanted to. So it's really nice. But as I was saying, she is not here for the next five days. And of course I get COVID. So it's kind of hard because I'm stuck in the room, which I am enjoying it because I have some time to myself Um, which I still have time to myself when my baby nurse is here. So it's not like, oh, I need that, needed this. Like I hear him laughing and giggling with my husband and I kind of feel FOMO, you guys. I'm not going to lie. But for his safety, I am going to be in my bedroom, maybe find like a Netflix show or something, maybe catch up on keeping up with the Kardashians. I haven't watched that in a while, actually. And yeah, this is my situation as of right now. And now that I'm thinking about it, actually, I think I got COVID from a Broadway show. And so I had a friend visit me from Florida. She came here for a few days and we went to different places. Uh, We took Owen here and there, but uh, my baby, he was with my baby nurse most of the time. And it was really cute because I showed her how I check in on Owen because the baby nurse knows this. I have cameras in the house. I hear everything. So I check on him every so often and she would like sing with him. And it was, it was, it was really cute. But, um, uh, as we were, you know, going around, um, we were just like having a great time. And I remember specifically telling her like, you have to see a Broadway show if you're here in New York. And she was like, what? Yeah, I've never been to one. I was like, what? I'm taking you to a Broadway show tonight. Um, so we ended up like booking it. We actually were a little bit late and I was worried that they weren't going to let us in, but luckily they did. They were very good. We went to the Moulin Rouge. You guys, it was the most phenomenal Broadway show I've ever been to. 
Stacy and I, my friend Stacy, her name is Stacy. Her our jaws were like we, we our jaw we we had like a crazy crazy awesome time and it was jaw dropping. It was just so amazing. The whole show, the moment it started till the end, it was phenomenal. You guys, if you're ever in New York and you are debating on which Broadway show you should go. I definitely recommend Moulin Rouge, but no kids. I don't recommend it for children. <laughs> um, I'm sure you can imagine why. If I had to guess, I think I got sick from uh, the Broadway show Moulin Rouge. I mean, it was it was packed, you guys. It was a lot of people, a lot of people. It was it was it was a great show, but I remember like it was a lot of people. So if I had to guess, I probably think I got it from that, or I got it because a week before we were in Florida for one of my best friend's weddings and I could have caught it on the plane or for my husband because he also was a little sick but he says it wasn't COVID he took a test he took two tests and it came back negative so and I have the same symptoms that he had at the time so I really don't know what it's from not that it matters but I'm just trying to think out loud with you guys it's just it sucks to be sick it really does um especially on the weekend because my husband works during the week and on the weekends that's like our time to spend together um and then twice a week we go out on date nights you know while my baby nurse is here so it's just like it just mm, why do I have to be sick but I guess there's a reason for everything so there's a reason why I am sick maybe God is trying to tell me to slow down a little bit because I have been on the go 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 you guys it's been really a little bit hectic. I had family come from out of town, then we flew to Florida, then we came back, then my friend arrived, and whew, a lot going on. So uh, now is my time to maybe just settle down a little bit. I just had a little spa day for myself in my own bedroom, <laughs> um, in my bathroom, I should say, and uh, it was kind of nice. It was, It really was nice. So I'm definitely going to take advantage of that. I will say one thing with you guys and that is that I'm happy about and that is that I don't have to wash bottles because if there's one thing I hate more than anything is washing bottles. Luckily, when my baby nurse is here, I don't have to worry about it because that's what she does. She does everything. But when she's not here, it usually falls on me. I mean, my husband will happily, he doesn't mind washing bottles and he's very thorough with it. Um, listen, I'm thorough too, but he's like, he checks it and he's a little OD, <laughs> but that's 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 him um so at least now like I don't have to worry about washing any bottles or anything like that uh, my husband is very helpful as is like throughout the whole week even when he works like he's very helpful he comes home and you know even with the baby nurse when she's here like he spends time with Owen of course after work and he reads him books and he plays with him and it's 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 nice but you know it's it's easier when you're a team, when you and your husband are a team together opposed to just one person doing everything. So during the week, I have my baby nurse, and then on the weekends, she's here too, but um, it's like three people, so it's it's nice, you know, and then Ben and I can kind of do our thing. Sometimes we'll take Owen out, and the baby nurse will join us, of course, to to help us, but when you're by yourself, like how my husband is right now, it's not as easy because especially because we're used to, you know, we're always having help, whether it's my husband and I, or my husband and I and the nurse, or just me and the nurse, like there's always two people. So this is the first time that my husband is alone, alone with Owen. My in-laws are away right now. Of course, of course, everyone's away when I'm sick. Um, so he's actually like on his own and <laughs> he's calling me every time like, just letting me know like hey he finished his yogurt and I'm like yeah good job Owen you finished your yogurt oh he just finished his bottle yay oh he just finished the book <laughs> which is nice because I love to be included like I literally guys from the bedroom I hear them laughing and I'm like oh, I want to be there which brings me to the topic of this episode da -da 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 -da. mom guilt Yes, we all feel it. We all feel mom guilt sometimes. And you know what, guys? I want you to know that it's absolutely normal. Listen, it's out of my control that I'm sick. People might say, well, it is in your control. You traveled. You went out. Like, I get it. I took a chance and I got sick. But you know what? My view is I'm still going to live my life because if I hold myself down all the time and just not live my life because I have a kid, I feel like I'm not going to be happy and it's going to affect my motherhood. And I don't know if many of you heard um, in one of my episodes, I describe an analogy of a bird, a mockingbird. And this bird obviously 
it was one of my friends, and he would tell me that on days where he had really great days, he would come home and the bird would mock him. The bird, you know, would be cute to him. He'd be like, oh, you're so cute. Look at you mocking me. And the bird would be would say, look at you mocking me. And it was cute. But on the days where he would come home and it was, he had a really bad day and the bird would mock him, he would get so annoyed. He'd be like, would you shut up? Like, oh, you're so annoying. And again, the bird never changed its behavior. The bird is doing what the bird's supposed to do. But it's the way my friend perceived the bird based on how he was feeling. So that's why it's so important for moms to go out there, live your life. And I'm not going to lie to you. Even when I go out to do something as easy as getting my nails done, you know, Owen is attached to me. I'm even with my baby. Like I said, even when my baby nurse is here, I am always with him. I do my own thing, but I always come back. I play with him and I tell the baby nurse, go take a break, go eat, go do this, go do a phone call, whatever. And I spend time with him and I love it, you guys. Um, but the reason why I love it and the reason, first of all, I love him no matter what, even if I didn't have help, would it be more difficult? Yes, because like I explained with the bird, I would be burnt out. Now, when you're burnt out, you you're not yourself like you need to find time to recuperate whether it's going to get a massage whether it's going for a walk you guys it doesn't matter what it is so for me yes I took a chance and I got sick and even though I like I said before I don't feel like it it's my fault like it was out of my control uh, I still feel a little guilty you guys I'm not gonna lie to you but you know what that's normal it's absolutely normal and all moms go through this at some point of their life and I find that new moms specifically go through it and so what is really mom guilt? There's different types but mom guilt is actually just a feeling um, that many mothers like I said struggle with and the guilt comes from the belief that they should be sacrificing their own needs for the sake of their children and I think this comes from the mindset of, well, I brought a child that didn't ask to be born into this world, and now it's my responsibility to stop my life for this child and do everything for this child. Now, again, this is just my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, but that's just how I feel when it comes to mom guilt. We feel like once this baby is here, like nothing else matters but them. And of course, that's true. But in order to be there for them and be happy, be the best version of yourself for them, in order to do that, you have to do things for yourself because otherwise you'll get burnt out. And at the end, you're not going to be happy and your baby feels that. So don't let the mom guilt control your life. And you know what? There are, like I said, different moms out there. But I think it's important to push yourself. And this is even before you became a mom. Whether it was going to work out, whether it was going to work. We all have to push ourselves sometimes. And I don't know about many of you guys, but I do a lot of self-talk. I view myself as my own best friend so sometimes when I'm in a predicament I sit down and I talk to myself and I say well Nicole what are the benefits to this what are the pros what are the cons and as much as my son loves Sharon our baby nurse we love her so much my husband and I are so thankful for her guys she's awesome but even though she's a baby nurse and she's you know, she's been with us for quite a while. I'm still Owen's mom and my husband is still Owen's dad. And when I do leave and I say goodbye, Owen, of course he understands by this age, she's about to be eight months old. He understands that mommy is about to leave and he gets, you know, a little whiny and, you know, so I have to, you know, go in and give him a little kiss and a hug. And listen, I know he's in good hands because, like I said, I have cameras and she's been with us for a while and I continue. I always check. And she knows this. Um, but even that separation is hard for me as well, not just for him. So, But I push myself because I know that when I come back, I'm going to feel so good. Whether it's a date night with my husband, whether it's just a walk with a friend outside or 
it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't really matter. It's really just about doing something for yourself. Because if you don't do that, guys, I know I'm repeating myself with this word, but you're going to get burnt out. And that's not healthy. That's not good for your mental health. And I got to tell you guys, as hard as it is for me to leave, though I know he's in good hands, I come back so refreshed. And like the analogy I gave about the bird, when I come home and he's crying, he seems so cute to me all of a sudden, <laughs> opposed to when I'm, if I'm with him all day, I love him no matter what. But eventually I want to pull my hairs out when he cries. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm burnt out. So, and listen, I'm aware that not all moms are the same. And that's why I have this podcast because I want to bring moms together. I enjoy helping moms. I bring on different moms who do different things. So a working mom can't relate to me who is a stay-at-home mom and has a baby nurse, right? But there are ways to get help, whether it's family, from that you trust, a partner. And guys, it could be something as simple as like taking a shower for 20 minutes and someone being with the baby. And I'm not talking about like, you know, you just need time for yourself. You bringing the baby to your shower and putting him or her on a bouncy thing or a walker while you're taking a shower, it's not the same because you're not fully focused on yourself. You're focused on entertaining the baby because let's be honest, baby's attention span is not very long. So after a while, they're going to start getting fussy and whiny. And then it's going to cause you in the shower to try to rush. And I don't think that's something you would enjoy. You want something that you want to find something that you could do that is beneficial for you, that calms you, that gives you peace. And that is what I mean by finding time for yourself. Now, what are some ways to overcome mom guilt? I want to talk about that. Now, most importantly, I feel like moms have heard this many, many times, <laughs> uh, so this might not be new to you, but try to take a deep breath. And sometimes you might need more than just one deep breath, let's be honest. It's just a way to calm your nervous system, to calm you down, because when we're in our emotions, sometimes it's hard to think logically and as a mom, we are very emotional. I mean, think about it. Like, <laughs> we love our babies and hearing them cry. Make, I don't know about you guys. I get emotional. Um, and I it's hard for me to deal with it. So I'm coming from a place where I understand you guys if it's hard for you because it's hard for me. It really is. And I can't even imagine the day I have to take my son to daycare. It's going to be hard, just like I'm sure for many moms who have had to go through it. Um, but it's important to take a deep breath and try to view things from a logical perspective. And this is something I've actually learned from my husband. My husband and I were very different. <laughs> I'm definitely more emotional, though I've changed a lot uh, for the better. And now I'm able to try to look at a certain situation or any situation for that matter in both an emotional and a logical way. And my husband is very logical and I've changed him a lot too in a way where he's become a little bit more emotional when it comes to things so it's kind of nice but what I'm trying to get at is when you take a deep breath you have that moment to just calm your nervous system down and try to think realistically whether it's you telling yourself you know what my baby is crying but I'm he's safe he's healthy he's fine and everything is going to be okay I'm telling you guys, it seems like such a simple step that it almost seems like how is this going to help, but I promise you, taking that deep breath or a few deep breaths makes a big difference. So another way to overcome mom guilt is to show yourself some self-compassion. I feel like often we find it easy to be compassionate towards others and then struggle with self-compassion for ourselves. So... When you are being harsh on yourself or you find yourself being harsh on yourself and you catch yourself, try to take a step back and focus on the positive. And honestly, I don't care what anybody says in any situation, even if it's something negative, there is always something positive to find in any situation. 
And if you're finding yourself not being able to find anything positive and you're just focusing on the negative things, I want you to challenge those negative beliefs or those negative thoughts, okay? Because it, it you have to understand, you feel that mom guilt, okay? It's easy to focus on the negatives because your mood is in a negative, you become negative. And Again, this is not intentional. This is something that maybe triggered your mom guilt, okay? And this happens. It's okay. Now, it's important to try to find ways to identify what's triggering this mom guilt, okay? Whether it's journaling, whether it's going to a therapist, whatever it is, whatever works for you, okay? But something that's truly important is to challenge negative beliefs by asking yourself, whether there's evidence to support them. Because many times, it's really just because we're emotional. And again, I want to clear, like I want to let you guys know that it is okay to feel that way. We are valid to feel for feeling the way we feel. But <laughs> on the same token, it's important to try to be a little logical here and figure out if there's real evidence as to why you feel the way you feel or those triggers that you are feeling. And to be honest, oftentimes you'll find that there's none. <laughs> That's the crazy part about it. And the more you focus on the positives, it'll give you more a realistic perspective. Another thing that I find so, so important is to surround yourself with supportive people. I feel like sometimes it's hard to find these people in today's world, but they are out there and I'm thankful enough to have that group that I'm so blessed to have. But all moms sometimes feel judged, which that leads to anxiety, guilt, and unfortunately shame. And it makes me sad because as a mom, we should never feel ashamed. We're all moms and we all do things differently, but it doesn't ever mean that we have to be ashamed because one mom does something differently than another. Okay, at the end of the day, we're raising our future, we're raising amazing human beings, and I don't feel like it's right to, for for a mom, I'm sorry, to feel ashamed of anything, and sometimes that's the cause of other people's opinions or things that people might tell her, and I really, really disagree with it, and I think it's wrong, because nobody's perfect, and no mom out there is perfect, whether you're an older person, a person who just had a baby. Sometimes you just need to learn to let it go in one ear and out the other. And I feel like many moms go through this at some point of their life. So if if you find that the people around you currently are overly critical or negative about your parenting style, try to minimize your contact with them. And guys, this this even means, you know, family. It doesn't matter because if that affects you, this is the time to put yourself first. And you're not doing anything wrong by doing that, by minimizing your contact with them. Okay? So instead, try to connect with others who support and validate your choices. Because you have to know that you are trying the best that you can. And you are doing an amazing job no matter what it is you do. And I'm telling you guys this. For all of you listening, I don't care who you are, moms, we have a special intuition. We have a special bond with our babies that no one else can can relate to your baby like you. So don't let anybody throw their negativity on you or criticize you in any way. And I'm not saying you got you have to excuse me, I'm not saying you have to challenge those people who are criticizing you or saying things like, oh, you're spoiled. Your baby's spoiled. You hold him all the time. Or saying things like, why are you feeding him so much? Or it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to think of examples. Honestly, guys, there's no need to challenge them because at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? People are going to say whatever the fuck they want. You tell yourself that you are doing the best that you can. Whatever they say, let it go in ear and out the other because honestly, whatever you tell them is not going to change anything. Like, I feel like people like that, they have internal issues and they're going to just have to deal with that. So don't let that get to you. It really bothers me seeing people do that to mothers. And I've spoken to a number of moms who deal with this and 
I really get upset for them because no mom should have to go through that. It it really, really is not fair. So I'm with you guys, and all I have to say is there's no need to stoop to anybody's level or challenge them. All you have to do, ignore it. Don't even respond. Don't give him don't feed into that energy. Just ignore it. And just try to minimize the contact with them. And then maybe try again in the future to try to get closer um, or be more in contact. And if they do it again, try to minimize the contact again. Maybe they'll get the hint. Um, It's just there's always going to be people that have something to say. But they never have anything to say about themselves, right? They're always perfect. (laughs) So (laughs) remind yourself that nobody's perfect. And try to find people that will uplift you and support you. Thing I feel like not everybody will agree with me. Um, I've gotten into meditation and yoga, and for me, it's worked wonders. I feel a lot calmer. I feel more content. I wake up every day happy. I have great relationships with my friends that I have in my circle today, who I'm blessed to have, by the way. And shout out to you. I know you all are listening. I love you all. Um, You know, my husband, my family, just everything is feels like it's been put together like a puzzle piece. So not everyone might agree with me on this, but it's important to try something called conscious parenting. What is this, you might ask? Well, I'll read the definition right here for you so there's no mistakes. Conscious parenting is a technique that encourages parents to use mindfulness and emotional intelligence instead of reactivity. It starts with becoming aware of your own thoughts, feelings, and behavior, and learning to manage them. Might I add, I think it's a great example for your kids to see how you um, act with certain things, and they learn from you, because I'm telling you guys, their brains are like sponges. They see everything, they hear everything, though you might think they don't. They do, and it starts at an early age. So this is why I agree with this technique personally. Um... And when you manage your own feelings better, you're less likely to react in ways that lead to feelings um, of guilt later on. Now I want to talk about things that might trigger mom guilt, because I literally just spoke about ways to overcome mom guilt, and I want to discuss certain things that might trigger it. And if you can't pinpoint why maybe you feel some type of mom guilt, maybe one of these triggers could be it. Um, So one of them could actually be breastfeeding, believe it or not. So breastfeeding is one of the first dilemmas that can make new moms actually feel mom guilt, Um, especially because you are literally needed every time the baby needs to eat. So some moms might find it a breeze, while others might find it more challenging. And it could be because they don't have enough milk, or they might find it overwhelming, or something that a lot of moms don't even know about, something called DEMER, which is dysphoric milk ejection reflex, which is actually a disorder where you feel an influx of negative emotions during breastfeeding. Now, I feel like many moms don't know about this and doctors should speak more about it, but there is not a ton of research on what exactly causes DEMER. Um... However, it is believed to be a rise in oxytocin and a drop of dopamine when milk is being released from the body. So if you are breastfeeding, and especially they say in the first three months, some moms say it goes away and then other moms say it's for the whole duration of their breastfeeding journey. But if you do happen to feel like homesick or start feeling really sad and just feel like a bunch of negative emotions arise, just know that it is Deemer. And that is the word for it. Many moms go through it and they just have these feelings and they have no idea why they're going through it or if there's even a term for it. And there is. And it's unfortunate that doctors don't even talk about this with moms out there. But it is called Deemer. And if you do feel this way when you are breastfeeding, if you are breastfeeding, please do your research because I want you to know that this is normal. Next thing, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm very big on this when it comes to screen time, but giving your child too much screen time can make you feel guilty. Um, For me, I'm very on top of my son's screen time. I personally, for me, what works for my son, 
Um, and all my future kids, to be honest, I plan on having four. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't like to show him a lot of screen time. The maximum amount of screen time I will give my son is 45 minutes a whole day. And that's on a bad day. Like, let's say I'm not feeling well or I have a headache or it's just like a tough day for me. Um, and my baby nurse isn't here. So uh, my baby nurse is here five days a week and it alternates because she needs a break too, obviously. So uh, she lives with us for those five days at a time and then she goes back home for a day or two to relax and comes back. Um, so every other weekend she's here, which is nice. But when even when she's here, I tell her not a lot of screen time. I rather him read books, have her sing some songs to him. Even if it's from books, I have certain books that play music. Instruments. I bought him a bunch of instruments from maracas to pianos, everything. And for me, it's so important for him not to have that much screen time. And it's important to limit the amount of screen time your little ones spend in front of screens. And there's actually research showing that it's very, um, it affects their mental, you know, their brain um, if they watch a lot of screen time. And I'm not just talking about TV, I'm talking about your phone, an iPad, it doesn't even matter. Screen time is screen time. But guys, I get it. Like I said, even on days like where my baby nurse is not here and I'm not feeling well, I'm just like blah. I'll play some screen time for him, you guys, but I'm very on top of the amount of time. Um, but I get it. You Sometimes you just need time for yourself. You just need a break. So it's okay to give them screen time, even if it gives you 10 minutes for a soak in the tub while they're just like watching TV. It's, it's okay. Um, but feel guilty about it. This is actually so funny because I'm just remembering there was one night... Um, <laughs> I woke up because I heard the TV in the middle of the night and my baby nurse has a TV in her room but I tell her you know when he's this when Owen is asleep in his crib because she sleeps in his room so you know she deals with him at night when he wakes up to feed him or whatever because he still wakes up for a bottle um but I heard the TV and I and I and I got up and I'm like she was watching TV with him and I was like Sharon no like I don't want him watching TV at night she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, you told me 45 minutes maximum a day and he only watched 20 minutes today. And I, I thought that was very funny. I was like, no, I, but I appreciate you being very considerate of that. But at, at, at night, I just don't want him to watch TV. I guess he was, he woke up and he wasn't feeling well. I guess he was having a stomach ache. But um, <laughs> yeah, she, she was trying to like move the time. Like, you know, okay, he watched 20 minutes, so he technically has another 25 minutes. But um, I also don't like showing him at night because I feel like it messes up with the um, sleeping schedule. So, um, but that was a while ago. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But hey, sometimes you need it. Sometimes in the middle of the night, you're just tired and you just you don't feel like taking him to the playpen or you know. Because I'm sure it happens to all moms. Some babies will just wake up and not go back to sleep. It's happened to me once or twice, especially because um, this actually happened when we came back from London. He was he got used to the time change of London, so it took him time to get back to the time of New York, but it worked out. The next thing, I'm sure some moms feel this way, and that's if they feel like they're not spending enough time with their kids. And of course, spending time with your kids is important, but that doesn't mean that you have to spend all of your time with them. It's okay to have some distance. It's okay to have a healthy distance, right? Um, especially if you're working, I'm sure that's something that it makes you miss each other. And that's with any relationship, not even just with your kids. So remember, so as they grow up and they start to go through different stages of life, they're going to gradually become more independent from you as well. So that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> so if you did, if you do decide that, that, you know, you need a spa day to relax and enjoy some time alone, don't feel guilty for leaving them with a babysitter, a baby nurse, your mom, a mother-in-law, it doesn't matter. Uh, reframe your self-care and, and look at it as a day of helping yourself be your best self. So that way, when you do spend time with your children, it's going to be quality time with them. It's not just spending time with them while you're burnt out and you're half-assing it. It's going to be a full, like, you're going to be in it with them, you know, reading them the book, building with them, and you're going to be in it instead of kind of like, okay, when it, looking at the clock, like, when is it their bedtime already? Because I'm burnt out. 
you're going to be able to give them that time and it's going to be that quality time that will warm your heart, fill your heart, you know, if that makes sense. Oh, the next one, the next one. I've heard many, many stories about this. Um, I don't have this um, so much in my family, um, except once in a while, you know, someone might say something, but um, I've heard some, like, I don't get it. I am a mom. I'm not a grandma yet. Um, but when my child will have his kids of his own or if you know my daughter or whatever I I'm not the type to give unsolicited advice but that's just me um thankfully like my mom is amazing like she never like oversteps uh nor does my mother-in-law uh sometimes you know they'll say things they'll try to help but if I don't agree with it like I will just say that you know and they are accepting they're not like pushy or anything like that I know sometimes they come from a place of love um but I I do have to say I've seen and heard this a lot and it makes me sad but something that could really trigger your mom guilt is judgy family members or even friends you guys um unsolicited opinions and advice from family members can really trigger feelings of mom guilt I I can understand that, especially because, you know, family and friends are people that are usually important to a mom, to anybody. So, but I want you to remember that just because that they raised their children one way doesn't mean that you have to do it the same way as them. Your kids are unique, as are you, and you can figure out the best ways to parent them. Like I said before, nobody knows your kid like you do. Everybody always has a piece of advice, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, your bond with your child is special and no one else can understand that but you. So don't let anybody either bring you down, judge you, give unsolicited advice or anything of that sort. It's just, you have to remind yourself that no one has the bond with your child like you have with them and nothing will ever compare and speaking of comparison we're gonna just dive right into <laughs> comparing yourself to people on social media I feel like it's just so easy to look at social media and think that someone else is a better mom than you or lives a better life than you and what I always tell people is you never know what's behind closed doors. You never know. Most people, I can't speak for all, especially influencers, they always like to make it seem like everything's perfect. And then everybody gets shocked when they get divorced or something happens in the family and they come out talking about it because they always made it seem like everything's perfect. So never Never compare yourself to what you see on social media. Don't believe everything you see and only believe half of what you hear. That's what I live by. And I feel like a lot of moms fall into that where they find themselves scrolling and they compare to themselves to other moms. So, But what you don't realize is you're comparing your reality to another mom's curated highlights reel. Highlights reel. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you could see the reality behind it, you would see that she feels just as inadequate as you do. Just because it seems some way doesn't mean that's how it is. And actually, in therapy, they say some people, when they post too much or they post a lot um, and write long paragraphs, it's compensating for something. And I'm not saying this for all. So if you're one who likes to write paragraphs, I'm not talking. I'm not talking for everybody. Okay. I'm just telling you what I've learned in therapy. And sometimes it's the people who don't post as much or write as much are actually happy. And I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I, um, I was at a time before I got married. Um, I guess I was in a place where I wasn't happy, but not with my husband. I was very happy with my husband um, I guess it was the people that were in my circle at the time in my life. And we're going to talk about that on another episode another time. Um, so I'm not going to get into it now. But because I was not happy 
and I couldn't figure out what it was because at the time I thought that everyone that was my friend was my real friend. And later on in life, I learned that they were not for certain reasons, which, like I said, we'll go into into another episode and I'll talk about it. But I felt like something was off and I couldn't figure out what it was. So I would pinpoint. I would say, oh, it's because this. It's because that. But today, finally, that I'm in such a good place and I have such a great support system, amazing friends, amazing like husband, you know, just my life, like I said in the beginning of this episode and I, I've been through shit, guys, so my life has not always been perfect. And it's still not perfect today. But I'm finally content. Like, I feel like my life has fit together like a puzzle piece. And it feels so good. And But what I was trying to say is, why am I telling you this, is I used to write a lot of paragraphs and used to post a lot. And I wanted to, I felt like I had to prove myself. But today I'm just so happy that I'm actually, I enjoy living more so in the moment. And I barely post. Um, so maybe there is something to what therapy teaches us when it comes to that, because I look at myself and it really resonates with me. Like when I wasn't happy, I was posting more and writing paragraphs opposed to now where I'm finally like genuinely, genuinely happy. And again, my life is not perfect. There are days where my husband and I will have a disagreement. We'll talk about it, or I might have a bad day or I might not feel well. It happens to all of us. Okay. But at the end of the day, I can go into bed and tell you honestly and genuinely from my heart that I'm happy. But I had to go through a lot of shit to get to where I am today. That's the thing. So again, like I said, my life was not always perfect. But whatever. I'm not going to get That's We're going to talk about, uh, you know, all that stuff in, in another episode when it comes to my past. But for right now, I want you to understand that it's important to not compare yourself to social media. And remember, you don't know what's happening behind those closed doors. So believe nothing of what you see and only half of what you hear. Another thing that could really trigger your mom guilt is low self-worth. Okay? Guilty thoughts can make you believe you're a bad mom. And that's going to negatively affect your self-worth and self-acceptance. Um, I can't speak for everybody and I don't know everybody's situation. Um, but for me, for example, I never felt less than, uh, my husband lets me know every day how thankful he is for me. And I get random text messages, you know, thanking me for being such an amazing mom and holding everything together. And listen, some people might think, you know, she has a baby nurse. Of course, you know, she her life is easy. That's not really true. I also go through situations where I might feel like mom guilt. And that's okay. So don't let anybody tell you that, oh, your life is easy because you have help. Or your life is easy because you have your family around. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what your situation is. Being a mom is a job in itself, whether you have the help or not. So it's important, like I said before, to have people that are supportive of you who will show you your self-worth because you are amazing. You, every day, I look at it as a battlefield and you'll either win or you'll either lose. Now, some days I lose. Some days I feel like I did nothing all day, whether I have my baby nurse here or not. And on days where maybe it's too cold out and I just stay with Owen at home, I feel guilty. And I tell myself, I should have taken Owen outside, even if it was just to the mall and back, to get out of the house a little bit. Because right now we live in New York. We're actually moving to Florida. If you've been uh, listening to my other episodes, I think I've mentioned that. Um, but this is our last winter here, and I want to take advantage of it. I want to show Owen around and I want to explain you know like right now the leaves are turning such beautiful colors and we don't have that in Florida so I like to take him out and show him the different colors I pick up the leaves I let him touch it I let him smell it and hold it and crush it in his hands and it's kind of cool and I feel so good about that but there are days where I don't even change my clothes I'm in the same pajamas and then I feel guilty about it but I'm always reminded by my husband specifically of how amazing I am and it feels really good so don't and I'm not saying you have to depend on your partner or a friend or anybody to uplift you it's nice to have but 
you have to know that sometimes it's your own thoughts that make you believe you're a bad mom, like I said. So it's really a lot about looking at the positives. And again, this is my belief. I don't care what the situation is. There's always something positive in every situation, no matter how negative it might be. I promise you, there is always a way. There is always something positive you can find. Next thing I think this is so important, you guys, honestly, is negative coping strategies. So when you use negative coping strategies to avoid difficult feelings, that's not healthy. So for example, if you find yourself indulging excessively in food, shopping, alcohol, or even your phone, you may be trying to avoid your feelings of mom guilt. If you really find yourself doing that, guys, try to stop what you're doing as hard as it might seem and try to do something else that's uplifting, something good for yourself. Because you have to remember and remind yourself constantly that you doing something for yourself is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom. That means you're a great mom because you're doing something for yourself in order to give your child your all. So again, it might be easy to find yourself indulging in something that becomes obsessive to avoid those feelings of mom guilt, but you should. it's important to try to do the opposite. Try to catch yourself, remind yourself that there's this is all an emotion. This is just a feeling. It's not a reality. And I'm not saying your feelings are not valid by saying that. I just want you to be aware that as, as much as we are emotional, especially when we feel that mom guilt, it's important to take a step back and try to view it in a logical way. Well, speaking of being on the phone when it comes to trying to avoid the mom guilt... I want to talk about spending too much time on social media. As we all know, that's probably not the best idea. At the same time, social media is an escape for many of us, not just moms. And it's okay to spend a healthy amount of time using it. I actually think it's great. It is a double-edged sword because, you know, on one end, you can find yourself comparing yourself, um, but that's something that can be worked on. Um, But on the other end, you can also learn a lot from social media. I mean, how many times... Do you go on Google or TikTok or YouTube to try to find a solution to putting your kid to sleep or um, latching him or, you know, when you're trying to breastfeed? Like, there's so many different videos that are so educational, but it is double, like I said, a double-edged sword. Um, So I totally, totally get it. But sometimes guilty feeling moms use it as a way to prove that they're a good mom by only posting the positive aspects of parenting. So if you're using social media to try and prove something, it may be driven by underlying mom guilt. And I don't want you to feel guilty for feeling that mom guilt for doing that, okay? Um, There's nothing wrong or doesn't mean you're a bad person or a bad mom. It just means that you have to try to, again, this is the underlying issue and figure out if that's really the case and just work on it from there. And again, I'm not sitting here and saying that it's easy, okay? I know that it's hard and not all moms are in the same situation. Like I said, we have working moms. We have moms with multiple kids, moms with twins. One of my best friends has twins and then two other kids. So I get it. There are and she's a stay-at-home mom and she has help and I get it. It's still it's still hard. Even for me, I have one son and a help, but you know, like I said, I'm planning to have four kids, God willing, and who knows what my life will look like then. But even now, it, it being a mom is a job in itself, and it's not an easy job. It's a job that honestly feels like never-ending, whether you have help or not. And I emphasize that a lot. I'm sorry I'm saying it a lot because I want moms out there to fe- to know that even though they have help, they should not feel less than any other mom, okay? So... Again, if you find yourself spending too much time on media and posting too much, or maybe if you see a mom doing that who's your friend, maybe, you know, I'm not saying like jump on it and call her and be like, hey, are you doing this for this reason? <laughs> you know, but try to, to you know, firstly focus on yourself. Um, and always, if you're talking to another mom, it's important to uplift her instead of criticize her like I just spoke about. But again, it's important to try to realize these little things. Okay. The next thing I want to get into and talk about, and this is the last thing that I'm going to be talking about, is trying to do it all. 
And I'm one of those moms. I try to do it all. I try to make it to every event, whether it's a mom event, uh, an event with kids, whether it's hanging out with friends. I try to schedule all these things and I try to do it all. So I am guilty of this. And some moms try to overcome mom guilt by doing it all. And maybe that's something that I have, have present. I'm not saying I'm, I have no mom guilt. Okay, like I even explained to you when there are days I sit with Owen at home and I don't take him out that day, I feel guilty. But I tell myself the positive thing is I got to relax with my son and I got some bonding time with him. There's the positive, you see. Uh, I'm not saying I should do it every day and say the positive thing is, oh, I got to spend time with him, I got to bond with him. No, I think it's healthy to go out and take your, your children out to be outside, get some fresh air, explore different things. It's really good for their mental health as well. But if you do find yourself being that mom trying to do it all, you might be working, cooking, cleaning, and staying fit as well as taking care of your child, right? That That's like doing it all and making time for people, okay? And you, got, you know what? You might also put pressure on yourself to be everything. The perfect partner, the perfect daughter, the perfect friend, and professional as well as the perfect mother. Now let me tell you something. There is no such thing. We are perfectly imperfect, okay? I don't care who you are, what you do, what kind of mom you are, what kind of parenting style you do. We are all perfectly imperfect. And I truly believe that. But this is not realistic and can lead to burnout like I spoke about. So cut yourself some slack. Please, please. I want you all to, whoever's listening and can resonate with everything I was saying, to please think about things that I was talking to you guys about. Even if it's one step a week, if you tell yourself once a week, I'm going to take 10 minutes to myself to do anything it is that you enjoy. And start like that. Start with baby steps, okay? It could even be while your child is napping, while he's sleeping. When you put him to bed and you have 10 minutes, all right? Anyways, I want to thank you all for listening and please keep that chin up, all right? Remember, you're not alone in this. So I want you to know that. And you remember that you are perfectly imperfect. I'm sorry for for repeating myself. Um, and I feel like that's such a mom thing. <laughs> um, love you all. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Tiddaloo.